Hi, everybody. Welcome to Trek Trek. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Randy Nelson. Hey, folks. How's it going, Randy? Yeah, it's going great. I mean, we're talking about Star Trek. Yeah. You ready to talk about uh, the new season of Star Trek Discovery that just oh, started? Oh, you know I am. Uh, yeah, you know I am. I, I, I've been waiting so long for this. <laughs> I, uh, it felt like forever, but it's back. Star Trek Discovery Season 2, Episode 1, Brother. Uh, oh, which, brother. <laughs> original air date, January 17th, 2019. Uh, it's airing on Thursdays now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of preferred it on the weekends, but that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great Sunday show. It's like, ah, I got to go back and face the world again tomorrow. <laughs> but at least between now and then, we have Star Trek. But yeah. Yeah, but when it was on the weekends, it was also easier for us to record right after the episode aired. Yeah, where, yeah. Where it's like, like oh, oh, now we got to wait a couple days. Yeah, well, well, we'll make it work. Uh, so the episode begins with a flashback to Michael going to live with Sarek and Amanda on Vulcan, and mm-hmm. and her and Michael's meeting uh, Spock for the first time, and Spock shuts the door in her face upon their first meeting. Yeah. What a jerk. Little jerk. I know. What a little jerk. Who knew? Uh, Cut back to the present. The Enterprise cannot communicate with Discovery using normal channels, uh, so they use Morse code. And a message gets through that Captain Pike and two of his crew, including his science officer, want to Uh board Discovery. Oh, here comes Spock. So opening credits. Uh, When the episode comes back, it turns out that the science officer in question is not, in fact, Spock. No. Is I was it ex- Leonard Nimoy? <laughs> it no, was not sorry. Leonard Nimoy. Okay. Uh, I was expecting to see him, Michael says, and Pike replies, sometimes it's wise to keep our expectations low, Commander. That way we're never disappointed. Okay. <laughs> Seeing they're winking at the audience. They're like, oh, you thought Spock was going to be here, but he's Yeah, we've here. been waiting. We've been waiting since we saw the teasers. Come on. Where's Spock? We're uh, going to have to have a search for Spock. <laughs> Yeah, so they'll, we'll just watch uh, uh, Star Trek Three, and yeah, um, there okay. it is. All right, and uh, they come back. Okay, let's go do that right now. Everyone, pause. <laughs> We're gonna go watch Star Trek Three. <laughs> uh, Captain Pike reveals that he is there to assume command of Discovery. Uh, in the past twenty-four hours, the Federation has picked up seven synchronized red bursts across more than thirty thousand light years, and anytime they tried to scan these signals, uh, the computers would go haywire. The Enterprise tried to investigate its signal, which caused the ship to malfunction. Uh, in engineering, Stamets tells Tilly that he is going to take a job as a teacher at the Vulcan Science Academy, and he will leave once Pike's mission is complete, though Tilly doesn't want him to leave. And I don't think uh, Pike's mission is going to complete anytime soon, so Stamets is going to be there a while. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't want him to leave either. Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't think he's gonna leave. Do <laughs> I don't think so. I hope not. He's he was one of the main, he's one of the main characters. I don't think that's yeah. gonna happen. Uh, in Michael's quarters, Sarek tells Michael that he wanted Spock to learn empathy from her. Uh, Michael and Spock have a rocky relationship for some unknown reason. Right. Well, it didn't get off to the best start. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> Uh, Discovery comes out of warp and encounters an asteroid that somehow has an atmosphere. Uh, mm-hmm. Discovery's interaction with the asteroid pushes the asteroid towards a pulsar, which will destroy the asteroid in five hours. Then Michael discovers a crash-landed Federation ship on the asteroid's surface. 
It's the USS Hiawatha, which was thought to be destroyed by the Klingons. And mm-hmm. Pike wants to mount a rescue mission. Mm-hmm. During that war, you know, there was that war. <laughs> the, it was the, <laughs> the war. war with the Klingons. Uh, yeah. Which the Enterprise did not participate in because it was all yeah. on its five-year mission. Yeah, they they actually touch on that a bit, which was a question a lot of people had mm-hmm. <laughs> from the first season. Uh, Michael, Pike, uh, Commander Nunn, and Lieutenant Connolly each take a lander pod to fly down to the asteroid's surface. And mm-hmm. uh, each I know that each pilot has a different uh, colored uniform, so they look like the Voltron Force. Oh, they do. Also, there's a comment made about put on your red shirt or something <laughs> and join us in a pod. So, oh, what's going to happen? Definitely don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't go on any yeah. away missions wearing a red shirt. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Connolly doesn't listen to Michael and his pod gets destroyed by a smaller asteroid. Uh, Pike's Not pod the get, red shirt. <laughs> Pike's pod gets damaged, but he can't eject. And Michael mm-hmm. works with the Discovery crew to eject from her pod and rescue Pike. Uh, Michael, Pike, and Nan arrive at the Hiawatha and encounter some robots made from Starfleet parts. Uh, the robots, the robots lead the trio to a camp in which Commander Jet Reno has been taking care of the critically wounded Starfleet officers who weren't well enough to use the escape pods when the Hiawatha was attacked. Uh, Michael, Pike, Nan, and Reno set up uh, transporter enhancers uh, because shields can't be raised when transporting. Discovery starts to take damage from all the debris surrounding them. Uh, During the last transport, Michael has to reroute power to the Hiawatha's transporter, but as a result, she gets left behind, running for her life in a a now-exploding ship. Uh, She gets knocked unconscious and awakens to find a piece of hot shrapnel in her leg. Uh, She thinks she sees a winged creature approaching her, but it turns out to be Pike, and uh, they get beamed back to Discovery. In sickbay, Michael tells Tilly that the asteroid seems to be composed of some non-baryonic matter, so they want to grab a sample of the asteroid before it vaporizes. Uh... With his mission completed, Pike hands the reins of Discovery to Saru, and uh, Discovery successfully grabs a large chunk of the asteroid. Uh, In the captain's ready room, Pike tells Michael that he'll be sticking around for a while, since the Enterprise sustained more damage than expected, and he and Saru will have joint custody over Discovery. Hmm. Okay. Very convenient. Yeah. Uh, Michael tells Pike that she wants to visit the Enterprise to see Spock, and Pike tells her that he isn't there. Uh, the Enterprise missed the war because they were on their five-year mission, as we talked about earlier, uh, and, and that took a toll on everyone aboard Enterprise, uh, so Spock took some PTO. Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's got he's got PTO stacked up, I'm sure, so yeah. might as well take it. Uh, Michael visits Spock's quarters on Enterprise. She listens to one of his personal logs in which he talks about his nightmares returning. Uh, as a child, he was taught to draw his nightmares uh, and to render them uh, so that he could render them powerless. Uh, so Michael pulls up his holographic drawing and it reveals the seven red signals. Mm. So he's been dreaming about these signals long before mm-hmm. they actually happened. They actually happened, right. And that's the end of the episode. Wow. So what's going on with Spock? Well, we'll find out. Hopefully. Yeah, hope. yeah hopefully. There's like, the, there's like nah, we're, we're done. No more yeah. Spock. It, and Spock just doesn't show up until the final episode. Yeah. You know? He's like, oh, yeah. no, I was fine. I was on Ryza. I was just chilling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we'll have to find out. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting new dynamic with Pike as the captain. Uh-huh. Uh, very, obvi- very different. Obviously, he's. I mean, he's a better captain than Lorca because Lorca was just <laughs> evil. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, he did... has to bring it up at one point. You know, it's like, oh, your old captain was a he was an evil guy from an alternate universe. <laughs> i'm all right i'm but, captain pike you know me from the kelvin universe kind of yeah but with pike in charge it gives it more of a classic trick feel which i think For is sure. the point but yeah yeah like uh i don't know i just it was still a dark tone that discovery usually has but there was also a, a lightness to this episode mm, yeah it's i don't no, I don't think it's completely like incongruous where it just doesn't mesh at all. Um, but it's, uh, I mean, it's different. It's, it's definitely different. Uh, uh, and, and, uh, you know, there, there'll be some, like some serious moments, uh, with, you know, with Michael and, and, uh, uh, kind of what's happened in the past, uh, and, and especially with Stamets and what happened with his partner. And then, then all of a sudden you have Pike, you know, cracking jokes or, you yeah. know, or someone else cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in the, tur- they're in the turbo lift and, you know, an alien uh, sneezes on someone. Right. <laughs> it's like, wow, you know, this is comic relief time. And, and this is not something we've seen in discovery. Uh, you know, I was part of me, you know, is really sort of, I guess had got grown used to and was kind of sold on the tone of discovery and being like this super dramatic, serious track. So this was definitely a, a shift mm-hmm. so far, um, uh, but I like it. Yeah, uh, I like how it does feel more like classic Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I like Pike a lot as the yeah. Captain. I, well, I've liked An- Anson Mount uh, who plays him. You know, I, I've liked him in you know various other things before, and and I think he's just I don't know if they could have found someone more perfect to be Captain Pike. Um, you know, I, I thought, oh, you know, yeah, he looks like Captain Pike. And then, you know, just, he's just so good with, with, with the way the character has been written. What do you um, think of this, uh, red signals as the main story arc so far? I, I am, I'm, I'm intrigued. It's definitely not as, you know, immediately kind of compelling as, hey, the, the federations at war with the klingons right um it's it's mysterious i suppose it's a it's a bit like you know signals from v'ger thing (laughs) uh yeah what why what do you think i i don't know that they needed it uh i know they feel some sort of desire to have an overall arc for the season Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i don't know i feel like now it's the time to make this feel more like you know not to keep harping on this but make it feel like original trek or classic Mm -hmm. or what we think of as classic trek Mm -hmm. just episodic journeys exploring new worlds new civilizations Mm -hmm. yeah i i I get what you mean and it does definitely and you know we'll, we'll be obviously talking about you know the subsequent episodes coming up but um it does feel like something so far at least that they've put into place to create a a reason for all the episodes to be tied together. Right. And I think if you if you really think about it, I mean, there's some fundamental reasons why the episodes are all tied together. They're all on a starship together, you know. Um 
they definitely could have, you know, they need a reason for Pike to be on the ship. Sure. Um, they probably could have come up with a reason that was simply that, uh, hey, you guys need a captain. Enterprise is experiencing some problems. We're transferring Captain Pike from the Enterprise for until the, sh- the Enterprise is fixed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that would be, a, you know, a good reason. I, I guess I feel like maybe they didn't think that they could just abandon this, um, abandon this, uh, like the, the, the structure that they had with the first season. They couldn't just, oh, well, let's, let's go completely episodic. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it, it remains to be seen. It's, it, it's just such a, you know, um, almost like a, I don't think contrives maybe a little, a little too strong, but just having this, oh, mysterious red lights in space. Uh, let's go see what those are about. Uh, I don't know if it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of what I, how I was feeling as I was watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, next time we're going to talk about the episode New Eden. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for now, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you then. Yeah. See ya. Yeah.